<laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Reliever Podcast with Louis de Barre and up? Willem Himpe. We've heard from some listeners that really liked our new format where we talk about a couple tweets that have been happening um, that is very uh, timeless but as well that is going about the, the, the world going on today and today we're doing the same where we talk about three tweets. Um, so yeah, I feel like let's first... Louis, how has it been going the last couple of weeks? Everything going well? Yeah, winding down. Uh, no releases. There's an App Store freeze. Uh, we don't want to get important uh, bugs in production uh, this time of year. So, so it's just enjoying the holidays uh, yeah, yeah. the next Working week a bit. Yeah, preparing some stuff. And uh, voila, <laughs> for releasing it next year. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Let's get uh, get on with the, with the tweets. And the first tweet is actually from someone um, from as well the last episode, who Naval, who tweeted, "Good platforms are invisible," and a very famous author uh, replied on that, uh, Nassim Nicholas uh, Taleb, and he rep- um, replied, "Technology is at its best when it's invisible." From its book uh, Anti Fragile, mm-hmm. um, and maybe Louis, let's start off with what does it mean for technology to be invisible only when it's at its best technology is at its best when it's invisible because you don't think about it as technology you don't think about it at all Um, the things the things that already work well we take for granted and we don't see um, see them as technology could you maybe give an example of what is today yeah the car for example um, car is an old invention and the Italian word for car is uh, la macchina, uh, the machine. So it used mm-hmm. to be the, this mechanical invention that was technology with a lot of quirks uh, and still some bugs to iron out. But over, over the years, uh, it's been battle tested. We've made adjustments. We've iterated over the design. Uh, we've seen encountered all types of uh, scenarios. Everything that can go wrong, somebody probably uh, encountered it with their car. And we've got safeguards uh, for it. And so now you don't think about car, uh, cars technology. It's just part of your daily life, part of your routine. You don't think about it. Uh, it just takes you to where you need to go. So as well, if I understand it well, it's not like a certain technology is instantly invisible. It's no. kind of an iterative process. Yes, because if you if you still think about it as technology, it means it's, it's not ready mm-hmm. uh, because there's still problems. Uh, and once you, you stop uh, thinking about it, um, once you realize it's not really there, it's just solving your problem, then you, you continue. You don't have to think about, um, take it into account. You can just go on with your life and go, like, think about what you want to do instead of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, or how, how to tweak uh, or adjust something to get it to work. Like what you said, after a certain time, certain technology had so many scenarios, so yeah. many uh, different ways of using it, of breaking it. Um, yeah, that's right. The best ingredient is time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same with software. Uh, the more time your product has been around, uh, the more users have used it, um, then it, it, it's encountered all all the stuff that can go wrong. Uh, people trying to misuse your product, uh, find mm-hmm. workarounds, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. So time is the best recipe uh, for products, but uh, for many other things, uh, I would say as well. Up, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to wait 100 years. <laughs> okay, you don't have to wait 100 to years. Out the door. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's maybe go, uh, go to the next tweet. And this is from uh, a special author. <laughs> it's our, uh, <laughs> our co-host, Louis. And Look you actually 
tweeted uh, iterating on the problem your product solves is more important than iterating on your solution and i think the best way <laughs> to to start is maybe that you explain why did you tweet this and what was the thought process behind it iterating on the problem uh, your product solves is more important than iterating on your solution that is because the biggest trap the biggest problem we see new startups make is that they have a solution in search of a problem mm -hmm. so that's the other way around uh, usually you fall in love with a certain implementation a certain product because it yeah it feels good to build stuff it feels like progress to to show people oh, I'm making adjustments I'm optimizing but you have to be careful not to fall into the trap of not actually having a user need a mm -hmm. problem a pain point it's better to start by solving a problem of your own problem of someone else finding a, a real pain and and pushing down on it really figuring out what is it exactly um, that is hurting hurting people and how can I alleviate that pain and it's kind of like I can only talk about my personal experiences but uh, we with Relievo as well you often kind of it's easier to say oh let's add this feature let that add that feature instead of uh, really get getting the core right of what problem are we solving because uh, building and doing new things is easy um, because it's often how I see it, it's how a company started. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if we do this and then you start building it? But no, it's actually, that's not a really good way to start a company. Yeah, it's building is fun, right? Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter if you have a super deluxe hammer uh, with all the bells and whistles, if there's no nails to, to use it on. And so um, even, yeah, when you're, that's actually not a good, uh, good idea. If you're a great salesperson, you can probably sell um, the hammer when there are no nails <laughs> but it's it, it, it's bad if you have to really work for it too much uh, it's better to start from the problem and maybe solving it in a naive way mm -hmm. uh, manual way doing it yourself with pen and paper you want to look for the cheapest solution because the the solution might change or implementation might change it could be software you actually don't know that beforehand could be software could be hardware could be um, a mix of different companies uh, their solutions um, uh, human input mm -hmm. you don't know what that's gonna look like but the problem will stay the same mm -hmm. and so uh, it's better to take a few days or a few months to really uh, figure out okay um, is this really uh, a problem and am I solving this problem by doing it manually uh, with pen and paper following people interviewing people shadowing them uh, doing the whole process yourself, uh, even if it's about software, write it down, do it manually. Instead uh, of yeah. kind of do it uh, the way of just constantly working uh, on the solution or focus yep. on the problem and then uh, start with step one instead of creating something that no one will use. Yep. <laughs> okay, and the third tweet of today is from uh, Hiran Doshi. Please don't cancel me if I mispronounce uh, your name, Mr. Doshi. But uh, he tweeted, uh, ML is moving from deterministic to probabilistic model. And that is a great leap forward. It may feel counterintuitive, but it's very difficult to be mostly right compared to absolutely right. And let's maybe break it down. Uh, the beginning, what he says is, ML is moving from deterministic to probabilistic model. Um, and this is a great leap forward. But first, deterministic, how did we get there? Yeah, let's let's try to explain that concept first. 
So every software um, is a deterministic process, which means there's a series of steps, uh, an algorithm, which is basically a recipe that the computer follows, a script that if you give it a certain input, if the input is the same, it will always uh, give you the same output. So given a certain input, if you don't change anything, it will always generate the same output. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Like um, it's good that you can always because know, it's reliable. You can always yes, be exactly. sure what you put in, yep. and exactly know what's gonna get out, come out. Yep. Um, but it only it can only solve a, a limited set of problems, um, like chatbots, for example, cannot mm -hmm. be programmed purely deterministically. Why? Because you'd have to uh, program and feed all the possible answers. Uh, sorry, questions and the answers to those questions uh, beforehand. And that's an impossible uh, problem because the amount of questions I can ask and the wording is uh, unlimited. Yeah, this so we need a different tool in our toolbox to solve that problem. And that's where probabilistic um, uh, machine learning models come in. And it's kind of very, what I would say, like he said in the tweet, it's counterintuitive because I would say it's a step backward mm -hmm. because Oh, when it's deterministic, okay, I put this input and it's oh, so much nicer that I know exactly what's going to be the output. And now it's like, I'm not 100% sure because yep. that output will be uh, for 70% probable uh, or uh, possible, probable will be for 70% accurate and another one will be 30% accurate. Um, what is the trade-off um, we're making here? Well, we're trading accuracy, a bit of accuracy, um, and in exchange, we can solve um, a whole different set of problems, which is learning. And it's very similar to the ways uh, humans work. Uh, I cannot predict what answer you will give to my question. And you will also never really answer uh, the same thing, even if I give you the same question. And that same thing goes for, for um, a chat, chat GPT and other large language models. Uh, they actually cannot. They don't know how they got to the solution. There is no recipe. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's based on yeah some some training data it's kind of the next step forward uh, in software so we can really solve or maybe start solving problems similarly how people uh, would yep. solve them um, in their kind of little heads uh, ourselves yes when we see something uh, and we want to come to a solution uh, speak our mind uh, we make a lot of leaps uh, and those leaps um, are are there because we we learned certain things about how the world works. You know, you see enough cats, you start to to understand. Okay, it has four four legs, but nobody nobody designed or or, or, or taught us all of that. Like we we learned to speak mm -hmm. um, in a bottom up fashion just by listening to other people. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody wrote wrote the program with all the words that we could ever ever speak. It's a different kind of understanding. And yes, we will be wrong sometimes and we don't know how exactly we got to the answer but we can do a lot more yeah okay that's a very uh, good conclusion to end with louis uh, thank you for uh, another episode about uh, three tweets please audience give us uh, a like uh, subscribe give us good feedback uh, positive or negative anything will be uh, good and will help us and see you on the next episode bye bye